Welcome to Girls in the Neighborhood. I'm Timmy Gregan. And I'm Angela Craig. We are podcasting out of the beautiful KG Studios in Parker Square Flower Mound today. How are you doing, Angela? Um, I'm good. I feel like I have too many drinks in front of me. <laughs> and I, I seem to have this problem a lot where I'll have a water bottle and then I'll have some sort of hot drink like a coffee or in this case an iced coffee mm-hmm. or tea or something and then alcohol. So <laughs> I usually am like instead of like double fisting, I'm triple fisting, but I need an extra hand. So what are you drinking over there? Um, I, it, well, I can say it's water. <laughs> Wait, it's water. Okay, it, 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 it's water. So you have one of those bottles. Do you really? Uh, clearly, you don't go by the time because it says right now you're supposed to be drinking. Okay, so yeah, you're behind. Like, She's okay, on Pacific well, time. Well, but look at the other side. See, four p.m. So I could be ahead, you're, or I could be behind. So oh. this this bottle is it's called um, Three Drops of Life. I got it from Massage Life in Holland Village, and um, it was really cool in the beginning when I got it. So you guys can't obviously see this if, if you're listening to the podcast. It actually has times on there, 7 a.m., 9 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m. You, you're supposed to finish one bottle by 1 p.m. and then you refill it up. And then on the other side, it's got 2 p.m. down to 8 p.m. So and That's too much work. Great idea, but great there's no though. way. No, I love But don't it, you feel like you're failing right now? I do. See? Uh, I see your point. Does it have notches for all the bathroom breaks you have to take? Uh, yeah. Listen, if you are committed, dedicated, you like you can do that, then I think that's amazing. But for me, yep. I just don't think that I yeah. I just I just constantly refill yes. whatever. And I have to have ice water. In fact, yep. the other day my ice maker is currently broken and um Timmy brought I know right Timmy brought uh me a cup of ice because she was somewhere and I said can you bring me some ice which is a really strange request I already had water in my cup and it was cold water but I need ice water it's just that's my high maintenance um, and I think I've even talked about that before regular water I like ice water sometimes I think room temperature is supposed to be better for you yeah but I wonder about beer Oh, cold, I ice cold. Ooh. And we've got an expert on beer. Can we call you an expert on beer? I hope so. Okay. If I'm, if I'm anything in this world, if I hope I'm that. <laughs> all right, so we've got... Maybe the only thing I'm an expert on. I don't know. Uh, all right, so for all you beer drinkers and non-beer drinkers, we've got a local owner here of uh, What's on Tap? And Brad Trapnell, he is the founder and owner of What's on Tap. There's one in Highland Village. And Brad, why don't you tell us, first of all, thanks for being here today. And where are your other locations? And then we're going to talk about beer. Sure. Uh, Our second location is in Keller. Okay. And our newest location is North Richland Hills. Okay, so you have three locations. And the first one's Highland Village. Oh, you already said Highland Village. Yes, but that's right. In the district. Um, It will be seven years in February. What? Oh, wow. That's a really long time. Seven years. Good for you. Congratulations. I remember when you first said That's awesome. So, and I remember you guys had your anniversary. I remember you did an anniversary party last year. Well, we do want to talk about... dog lady was there? Is yes. that when Fletcher's was there? Yeah. She's actually the corndog heiress. Hi, Amber. Shout out to Amber Hi, Fletcher, yeah. local. She just actually moved to Highland Village. She oh. lives in Flower. She was Flower Mounder. Okay. Born and raised in her family. That's great to hear. And now yeah, she's in Highland cool. Village. Oh, cool. So maybe we'll have to have Amber on the we show. We will. Yes. We will. So, uh, yeah, Brad had her there. He had a big, huge anniversary party. Mm-hmm. That was when it was six years. Is that right? Six years was the last one. Yes. Yes. Yep. Oh, yep. so cool. That's all. That's yeah, exciting. That day. Okay. So, so beer. 
And and we first of all, we're going to talk about beer, but we also want to talk about the C word, COVID. Mm. And we know that it clearly had to have an impact on on your business. So we want to hear about those challenges and how you've overcome them. But it might be better to have a drink first while we're oh. while we talk about <laughs> okay. yes, you guys the COVID. Can't see this, but uh, Brad, oh my gosh, my husband's going to be so jealous. Shout out to Randy Grogan, <laughs> yes, um, who is a patron of your. Well, I am too, actually. I love that you carry wine. Um, but Randy is going to be so bummed that he didn't get to be here. And I'm getting Sorry, to drink Randy. beer right now. And Randy's so. a great home brewer, too. I've, I've had a couple of his, and oh, I, I know that a, he makes some really good beer. So What uh, a nice compliment. And Angela absolutely. and I talked about having him on sometime should, on our podcast. Definitely. So he loves it, and he likes bringing some into you yes. to, to try. Okay, so what did you bring us, Brad? So because we're still... Um, at least at the end of the summer, we hope. Um, this is a local beer by Panther Island Panther Island Brewing in Fort Worth. Okay. And it's their summer seasonal called Sour Summages. So it's not a puckering sour. It's a Goza, which is a German style that's slightly salty on the finish. Okay. And uh, this is flavored with Parker County peaches, so you should get a little bit of Man, this is Man, this is so local. Yes. Yep. So uh-huh. local. I'm excited. I'm local smelling made it right now. I'm getting peaches the... from, from Parker County, and uh, it's been real the popular. Uh, so I thought I'd bring that since we're, we're still in the middle of the heat in the middle of the summer, or, oh. you know, at least close to the end. Hopefully. Right. You know what I want to say, though, is this is actually kind of funny. So I don't smell. I've smelled sour beers before and mm-hmm. I've tasted sour beers before. And this one to me doesn't smell sour. I thought you were going to say it was like an Indian right. pale ale with like a citrusy or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. This is this is on, on the sour scale. This is on the very low end. Okay. Like, I already like this, tasted this, it. Yeah. Is that bad? Been- no, no, it's fine. <laughs> I'm just listening to the I am. I'm really, high. I'm really into talking about beer and food and i'm sure if we had wine in here timmy you would yeah well no you'd probably have already drank it too well (laughs) no i I, i'm with you if it was wine i would be taking my time i'd be looking at the color and and see i just don't do that with the legs and smelling it getting the aroma and yeah you're right i'm just not a yeah okay but this goes back to craft beer Uh and people that say you didn't say this but there's people that say i'm not okay Here's a question for you because mm-hmm. we need to we need to talk to you clearly, or our guest. <laughs> um, when people come in to what's on tap and they say, "I don't like beer," and yes, you have some wine, we know that. But what what do you what do you give them? What's Good your question. recommendation? Now you have how many taps? We have forty taps. A shitload of taps. In, Oops, including sorry. the uh, a lot four of taps. Wine taps. Yes, including. Uh, we've got a couple of ciders. Drinkers. We've got a non-alcoholic root beer. Oh, that root beer is medium. the bomb. Yeah, we sell it is so beer. good. Um, and the newest thing we've been selling a whole lot of is seltzer. So we we oh, have a craft I seltzer know. on tap from. What do you think about seltzer? Uh, I, you know, if you would have told me six years ago that we'd be selling so much seltzer, I'd be just completely dumbfounded. But <laughs> um, it is what it is. All. Uh, or at least a whole lot of major breweries are now making, uh, including local craft breweries, are making their own seltzers. It's a, a really popular option for people looking for something lighter, something lower on the calories and calorie scale, mm-hmm. and so it checks those boxes. Um, so you know what? The, the people decide, you know, and, and it's really popular to the point where we're probably going to add a second seltzer tab. Really? And, and there's lots of really great offerings. Um, so, But going back to what you said, um, somebody comes in and says, I'm not really a craft drinker. We get that almost every day. Yeah. And for us, it's a personal challenge. You know, we have always uh, two or three options, including our always on 805 Blonde that we call a gateway beer. That's something that we can we can give to the people that are, uh, you know, Miller Lite, Coors Light uh, yeah. drinkers that that you know say. That I didn't know 805 had a blonde. 
Yeah, it's their, it, it's, it, well, it's Firestone Walker's the brewery. Right. 805 is their bond, is what they call it. Oh, but, I didn't um, know that, that was okay. Uh, yeah, so after the, the area code from California, yeah, which I, you're, I, you're from I, California. Yes, right? I yeah, am. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes so. I do, I do. I just, <laughs> I didn't know that there was, that, that the 805 beer was a blonde beer. For yeah, some reason, I thought so it was so easy drinking that, that really anybody can enjoy it. I, it, you know, we, we have it on all the time. Mm. That's the one we, we give to someone to taste, uh, to say, <clears> hey, <throat> try this. Yeah. You know, we, we've got things like, Budweiser and Bud White, uh, Bud Light, but they Bud actually White. taste good. <laughs> yeah, but oh, yeah, yeah. So I want to try that one. We're, I, we're, we're beer nerds instead of like we're not going to look down on anybody for what yeah. they drink. It's, oh no, you know, of we, we not. just offer different things, and and you know if they like it, that's great. Um, but generally speaking, we can um, kind of hook people on some of those, and, and we found a lot of people that have come in over over the months and years that that their their taste evolves into yeah. some of the stronger ones and the ipas and and all that mm-hmm. uh, and then you have the true believers that come in already knowing what they want they've already researched like the beers and um so so we get a lot of those too uh, and that's what makes you so successful i believe is you've already touched on a couple points i mean you're like you you, you want to have what the people want and you want to meet the people where they're at and you're also helping to train their palate absolutely and so you've got those beers and I, i've seen some other places kind of fell to that point and it's all about your consumer and your customer yeah so that's why you're successful brad well thank you very much i, I appreciate that I, I tell like new people coming in um, you know, we, we sell two things. We sell great beer and atmosphere. And mm-hmm. it's the atmosphere, you know, the, the beers, um, certain beers that uh, people like your husband that, that know beers and, and they come in for that, that kind of sells itself. Um, but, but the, you know, the best thing I hear is when somebody says it's like a cheers atmosphere when you come mm-hmm. in because that's really what we're going for. We're a neighborhood style place. At any given time, 60 to 80% of the people that are coming in the doors, we know their name, we know their, yep. their taste profile. Um, I've got people that come in and may say to one of my bartenders, Alex, hey, tell me what I want. They don't even look at our list. Mm-hmm. They are, Our people know their taste profile so much that they can just have them pick it out and they, they have that trust with them. That's so, so awesome. Uh, that's, that's, when, when I hear something like that, that just lights my heart up because that's what we're looking for. Yeah. Does there ever been anyone that comes in? So what I love about craft beer places and what's on tap is that you can try, you know, the little baby glasses and mm-hmm. they yeah. give it to you to yes. try. And obviously ordering flights, that's always a great option too for people that want to get a variety. But what if I went in and I literally asked to try every single beer on tap? What would you do? <laughs> well, <laughs> Has anyone ever done that? Generally when we do that, we suggest the flight <laughs> as the option. That's why we have it. You, can you, you can, you know, you can I'd do I'd like four, to try that. It's like yeah. at the frozen yogurt, you know, when you right. have the yeah, little yeah. cups and flavors, you're just like, right? yeah, yeah. can I try yeah. that? Can yeah. I try that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because you want to, I just want to try it all. Yep. You do. So, so you is that can too get, much what, to ask? What's the math? Five flights or something? Well, ten flights? You well, ten flights? Really how much you do. Yeah. Uh, well, if you have 40 taps. Well, even, but one flight is four, four-ounce pour, so you're only talking about, mm. you know, 16 ounces per, so it's not really any different from getting a pint. So Too much could, math, too much know, math. I know. Depending yeah, again. Yeah. Then, then Back to get, beer. Well, then you get into the alcohol percentages, <laughs> and yeah, it's, right, uh, it's a sure. different thing. What made you get into this? Like, okay, so seven years ago you opened it, like, yeah. Prior to that, how what like what was the conception to the brick and mortar? Well, uh, a, a couple of things. I was in the corporate world for uh, a long time and knew that I didn't want to stay in there forever. Didn't want to spend the rest of my life in the corporate world. Had a good run. Um, I used to homebrew for just a minute. Nothing like what what Randy does. But I did homebrew for a while and I loved it. And it, even before that, I'd always been into craft beers before the 
the movement really took off. Mm -hmm. And um, as much as anything, uh, living here in Highland Village for, for now, you know, 16 years, um, I thought, you know, I, I used to live in, in my, um, you know, before moving out here in Dallas and uptown, downtown, some really cool areas. And when I moved out to Highland Village, I thought, why isn't there a cool place like, you know, before a lot of the development out here has proliferated, um, used to think like, why isn't there places like this out here? Mm -hmm. and, and more than anything, what's on tap was uh, a, a bet that there's other people out here like me that would enjoy craft beers uh, in, in this area, in a suburban area. And, and that was really it. I didn't have, you know, the, the growler shop as, a, you know, the to-go plus on-premise for wine and beer retailers as a business model at that time. There was only like one other place out there mm -hmm. in Dallas. So there wasn't really a set business model like you would at a traditional bar or a straight retail type place bottle shop. Um, uh, still very new at that time. Uh, so there wasn't really a, a, a game plan for, you know, profits and losses and all that. Uh, I, I really was just, you know, it was a lot of a wing and a prayer and yeah. a whole lot of, you know, you, you're learning on the fly. I didn't learn how to tap a keg until three days before we opened. So wow. it was a, a whole lot of, of hopes and prayers and, yeah. and just hoping this thing works out, you know, well, you know and, and somehow the, it did. Some of the best businesses... <laughs> I come out that way. I mean, you took a passion, you took a thought, and then you put it into motion, and um, and, and you listened to the community, and, you, yeah. and and it was packed. I mean, when you it first was crazy. opened, it, it was, was crazy. So yeah, it was absolutely crazy. We packed. had people coming in, um, knocking on the the windows while we were building it out, mm -hmm. asking when we were open. When are you opening? Uh, at the Randy coffee shop, somebody came in and, and asked me, like, they heard I was opening that and said, your space is not going to be big enough for what you got coming. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it was insane. And then the, the my cell phone was on all the, uh, before we had a landline, so I would, I would be getting crazy calls, yeah. you know. But uh, I think every the best things in life start with vision, and that's yeah. what it was. It was Correct. a vision for something that I thought would work in this area that wasn't around, and, and that's that's where it started. Awesome job. Thank you. All right. So take us back to when you found out that you had to shut down completely. Oh, back to that question. We're, we're going back to it. it. Yes. Yeah. We're going, we're, we're talking the, yeah. the C word here. Yeah. C -word. For co yeah. So yeah. it was, you know, um, it, it was really, um, last year was, was crazy on, on so many levels for me uh, with COVID and also dealing with some things personally. Um, I, I thought, it, it, you know, for me, starting a business without any, background and, and doing any of this and, and learning and getting the doors open and, and trying to leverage everything you can just to get the doors open was the hardest thing I've ever done personally, um, you know, opening what's on tap and, and it's just so much chaos. And then came, you know, 2020 and, you know, that, that was like step aside, hold my beer. Yeah. Uh, it, it made that look real easy with everything going on. It was, you know, constant um, trying to figure out what the, the game plan is and what we can do based on the state and and all that and it was you know all the time it was so stressful uh, I, I mean I just can't begin to tell you how how difficult it was the the first um, when, when the shutdown started and we were actually never at least for our first two locations we were never actually shut down we were just to go only to for go. A to go only year. okay uh, and the first part of it back in March when they started that when all the restaurants were to go only um, we actually were doing pretty well. We weren't close to what our normal numbers would be because we couldn't do anything on premise, uh, which is really our, you know, we, we do, you know, 25, 30% of our sales are to go at most. It's mostly people coming in oh, that nice. 
you know, have a beer there, or or they'll have a beer, then fill and, a growl or something like that, so yeah. take something to go. But it's mostly on premise for us, uh, and that's always been the case. But um, you know, when we were doing the first round, which was March to May, to go only when the restaurants were to go only, um, and everything was shut down, it, it was pretty busy actually because we mm-hmm. were able to uh, with our staff. You know, we don't carry a huge staff, so. We were able to, um, uh, certain people had other jobs they could fall back on. And a lot of our staff kind of took a step aside that already had either other income or employment for the people that really needed it. And um, so we were actually pretty busy filling growlers because people, you know, people drank a lot more back then. Um, It was in May when they uh, categorized us in with the bars nightclubs yeah. category because you don't you're uh, not because in we're, we're in a hybrid we we do serve on premise like a lot of bars but we're a wine and beer retailer as classified by the state of texas mm-hmm. so um after getting the clarification that yes you are in that category um when the restaurants opened back up um that really killed us because basically what it did was flush all of our on-premise business right. to restaurants and people were were getting out more so so from that time from may until August was really tough, you know, especially our new location. We've had, fortunately, with our Highland Village and Keller locations, um, enough years of experience to where we've got the following, where we have a lot of people that come in Good. and buy a lot of to-go yes. beer. Mm-hmm. Um, our newest location, we just didn't have that, so it was really tough. We had days where there were zero sales days. Um, I had to pay my employees at that location double the hourly rate because they were just not making the tips. And I kept thinking someday that they were going to call up and say, hey, Brad, I just can't do this anymore. I can't I can't do this. And they never did. No, you know, not one employee them, did that. Not all. one person. You know, they, they stayed with it. And, you know, um, so I can't say enough about that. But it was wow. it was really scary. It was you. you I, I didn't know. I didn't for, for a long time. I didn't know how we were going to make it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we did have we we you know got the PPE loan and all that yes. and um, uh, so uh, we you know like a lot of things in life there's there's times where you just don't know how you're going to get through it and somehow you do and that was oh, yes. the better part of last year and uh, the biggest thing is the uncertainty because I, I really personally thought that once they opened things back up in May that we were done with that, that mm-hmm. there wasn't going to be an appetite to shut things down again and all. And you know what happened. So, right. you know, we didn't start getting until we were able to reapply under the restaurant guidelines that the governor expanded mm-hmm. back in September to start opening back up. Um, but it wasn't until the early part of this year that our numbers started getting to what they approximated normal. Um, so it was it was tough sledding, but but we got through it. You and, made it. Uh, yeah. Came Thanks out, to all those beer drinkers and yeah, wine drinkers. Of, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Well, I remember um, Jerry. You were to go only, and it, it was it was bleak. I can't remember what month necessarily. Maybe it was April. But um, it, and Randy's like, I'm gonna go fill up a growler. You want anything? I said, Yep. You bring me back, me owe me wide, and fill yes, that up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, so I was pretty excited to be yeah, able to get no. some wine. And Randy got his beer, and and it was the few times we went there. Um, you would have a, even a food truck or something out there. Yeah, we were able to be creative yeah. with a lot of things. You, were you know, creative. well, we did yeah. the uh, so talking about uh, Fletcher's, uh-huh. and we had the event, and uh, it was early July where we had that, and we were to go only still at that point. And, uh, you know, I, I've got over seven years and now three locations, uh, a lot of very memorable days, you know, that I could think of. Uh, top five easily is the day that the Fletcher's Corny Dog came yeah. out. And we just had no idea uh, the number of people Crap. that would be coming out for yes. that. We had a guy 
the night before it was a Friday, we had a guy come out from something like Weatherford or Waxahachie the night before. <laughs> Oh and then, and then, starting like you know, I, I think we had the event for five o'clock on a Friday or something like that. Yeah. We had people coming like two o'clock that day to, to ask me where line. to start lining up. Yeah. And our phone rang so much that we stopped answering it. I, I bet it rang like a thousand times wow. that day. And then, so if you saw it, the line was all the way around oh, the building to the very see? other entryway. I don't know if I did yeah. that day. We, we it was insane. People were waiting for three hours in line. They were. And People were passing was, out because um, of the heat. <laughs> it was insane. It was insane. Yeah. Two vegans and a vegetarian <laughs> and my meat-eating husband. We, we, were, we stood in line for a bit, and he's like, okay. I, no, actually, he did. He, it, we did. He got his corn Maybe. dog. Okay, yeah. 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 Did, and they have a vegetarian him. one, too. They do, mm-hmm. but it's not vegan, so. But, um, yeah, I, he, he did get his. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was, that was, that, that was that's crazy. That's very it was, memorable. It was a lot of fun, yeah. I wish I had gotten a picture of it. Yeah. I, I don't think I did. So, okay, all this talk about beer, because I'm looking at you, and you're so trim. <laughs> I mean, I just typically, I can't equate. <laughs> so trim. How do you keep your figure? What do you do? <laughs> I do. Is it? Is, is it? it can you? I don't talk know. about meditation. Hey, thank figure. you. Thank hey. you. First Isn't of all, it I'll physique? Take it. But oh, I should say physique. But okay, so physique. But I don't want to be sexist. <laughs> <laughs> no, how do you, How do you keep your physique, Brad? I so I do a lot of CrossFit. I five six days a week. Oh I'm yeah, at, that's right. Yeah, so so CrossFit Fire Mound, um, and I live at the townhomes right behind what's on tap uh-huh. at the district. Convenient. So there's no excuse. I walk across the street every morning and go. And um, so that, and you um, don't stop at the Whataburger right across I, yes, next yes, to that. It's on the kind way of back hard because the you've been there. You can smell it when you're yes, doing the you workout, can. and it's uh, it's very compelling. But no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> other than that, I, you know, um, I, I, I run, we have our social run groups at every location that has a social run group. Yes, I want to talk about a couple of those things. Yeah, yeah. When, keep talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I once or twice a week I'll run with them, and I'll. I'll do some running on my own over the weekend but um, that's really about it I try to watch what I eat uh, um, I've, I've been a little bit more selective about my diet and and how much of my product that I partake you know yeah, so yeah. so I've been a little bit more careful about that but um, more than than anything um, it's CrossFit I've been doing that for six years now I'm, I'm a CrossFit nerd I'm, I'm just turned 48 yesterday and I'm still able to do these crazy workouts so I'm thankful for that can you believe that Matthew Frazier retired? No. <laughs> well, I can because he's done basically everything you can he do. He's kind of like super, the, the Michael Jordan of ridiculous. CrossFit. Yeah. He really so it's love watching him. Yeah. yeah. Um, guys, the, guys, amazing. For the three plus people watching, listening, <laughs> Michael Frazier? Is he he has won like every CrossFit yeah. Games. Not oh, every gotcha. CrossFit right. Games, but several CrossFit Games. Oh, okay, gotcha. And then there's Tia Claire Toomey. Is oh, on the women's yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know some. Yeah. I know some CrossFit stuff. It's honestly, if you 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 can watch that stuff. I think it's on Netflix mm-hmm. or the it's oh, the fittest person first in the person world or yeah, fittest like person on earth. It is so good. It is so what these men and women do is absolutely. Uh, it's. Yeah. Not human. Okay, I'll I'll sit at home it's, with uh, and watch it with my glass with of your wine, wine and my my vegan ice cream and yeah, it's yeah, really incredible. I'll feel really good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> so check that out, everybody. Even if you're not into working out, it's pretty incredible. It doesn't make me feel bad about myself when I watch that stuff. It yeah. really it it just it amazes me. I'm just proud of Absolutely. those. I'm proud of those people for wow. how hard they work and sure. I mean really when it's, you think it's about incredible. Like that being you know all the CrossFit gyms across the world and how you get to the the games, 
uh, where you know there's there's people at our gym that are just phenomenal in shape, um, and then the best of the best, like six tiers above that, and and you know how they got to go to regionals and all, wow. and to to get to that level of fitness is just phenomenal. I mean, it's, I mean that's yeah. it's your job. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right? I mean that's their yeah. job. Absolutely, yeah. you're yeah. almost like an Olympian then at that point. Pretty you much. Kind of, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They they train just like it. So you guys have a running club. Yes. And then there's also isn't there like a pint strong? night. Pint night. Pint night is on Wednesdays. Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday oh, night is pint night. Feature different brewery. Um, tonight's founders. We have three different. Usually, you know, we'll tap, um, you know, two or three uh, new release seasonals or something okay. like that. Um, uh, and we've got a, a, a particular crowd that comes out for Wednesdays. A, a very loyal group uh, mm. called Pint Club. Even like have our own t-shirts for that <laughs> and, and uh, it's a it's a big crowd that likes to get on the patio and smoke cigars that's uh, really, what it yes, is that's yes, what i was gonna ask club. you because I, I believe i was up there last wednesday yeah, yeah. and so uh, uh, yeah we've got our, our our wednesday following is is really good it's uh, just a, a bunch of friends that hang out and it's a great time super cool are you still doing karaoke there we are yes so uh, oh yes you guys yeah and she's uh, singing again yep <laughs> So we uh, cannot go one show. We oh, did go did? one show without me singing. Just the last one we did. Oh my gosh, Just you're we, so right. right. You didn't sing. I didn't sing. Cheers. Oh, <laughs> cheers. I do love your singing. It's not that I don't love your singing. No, it's just sometimes I'm I like, really? Yeah, it's it's very annoying. I'm really, I'm really not. So you need to come to karaoke because annoying <laughs> doesn't would, really matter. She loves we're, it. We're all in that yeah. boat on some level. Oh, I do too. I mean, I, I sing all the time, just not yeah. in front of like here. I busted out the mic at what's on tap yeah. with karaoke. Yeah, for sure. So and what night is good. that? We're doing it occasional on Saturdays. Yeah, yeah, um, Saturdays. And so it's it's funny how it started. It was my friend Rolando Long, yes. uh, who a lot of people know. Bro. And and he's a banker, um, but. Uh, he's got one of the biggest personalities I've ever seen, and we used to do just from personal parties. We would sing and dance, and he and I love it. And we we just kind of started that way, and it was uh, people from our extended friends group, and then other people started coming in. And uh, one thing we've learned, like people come out for karaoke, so we get people that yep. come out just for that. They love it. They've got their three or four songs that they'll do every week. We see. And um, it's just a lot of fun. Okay, how? So uh, I know you guys are on Facebook and Instagram, yep. so people can follow you. At, is it? Does every at what's on tap? Yes, we each location has, has their own okay. different oh, ones. So yes. it'd be yeah. like what's on tap Holland Village, right, what's on right. tap. Yeah, so you can Power. follow our different events. You know, we do different events so at different times for each. Get time. on your phone or computer and go We're follow that. Follow, you yep. can stay on top of all the different things going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, do you want to give a shout out to local local business or somebody? Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, as it's Wednesday and I'm planning out the rest of the week, we've got two new food partners that we've been working with yes. uh, early this year that have been food. it's been crazy. I mean, it, it, we we redid our menu uh, early this year post COVID and, and mm-hmm. wanting to do more food. You know, we, we're not a restaurant, right. but we offer food. Tell us real quick and, what's on your menu so that everybody knows what. Yeah, they so so basically, we after several iterations of of different trials and errors with food uh, we found two really good local partners uh, one is philly pretzel factory that's over in here in fire mound mm-hmm. right next to sprouts um, and, and joe's the owner and we sell so many pretzels yep. and he's got great products so he's able to wholesale it to us pretzels and we're also and selling his um, pretzel rolls spicy pretzel sausages as well and uh, it's been a great pro- uh, great partnership um uh, you know, it's I'm having to go get refills two or three times a week. That's and great. It's nice. great. Got real easy to work with. His food's great. Um, so that's been good. And then the other is Greg Tierney, who runs uh, Motor City Pizza. 
um, who's been a longtime restauranteer in this area. Um, and he started doing Detroit style pizzas. And it's the bomb. And it's so good, yeah. So we get people coming just for the pizzas that will order them to go and they're individual style. Uh, he sells them directly from his place in Louisville as well, and you can get them on Uber Eats. Um, but uh, if you never had Detroit style pizza, it's kind of thicker than a normal pizza, but not as thick like Chicago. And then they put the sauce on top, and mm. it's just really good. And you know, pizza and pretzels, pizza and beer. That's really all pretzels you need. and beer. Yeah. Beer. yeah. So so shout that's out to those perfect. guys. Uh, great partners. Or root beer. Or, or root beer, root beer too. Root beer. Yeah. Really delicious or root seltzer. beer for sure, guys. Yep. Or wine. Or any because wine. they they have. So yeah, that's that's good to to drag to shout out yeah the women or men that prefer to have a, a wine over a beer, but mm-hmm. I know you get more beer drinkers. But I'm happy you have wine. I'll, I'll go up there. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank Brad. You thank you so much oh for God. coming yeah, on. I, this I could talk longer about yeah, beer yeah. forever I all day and right. and talk to you. You've been a great staple in our community in our neighborhood and. We love having you here. So I love being here. Thank you guys so Aww, much. Thank yeah. you. It's great setup. I'm happy to see you guys are doing this. This is really cool. I've never been in a setup like this before. Well, um, we're your first. Yeah. yeah. Leave it to Angela and I to <laughs> kind of feel like find something fun you know? to do. Like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And anchor women. Here they are. Oh, yeah. man. Well, well thank you. Thank you. And you guys make sure that you check out What's on Tap and go and see see Brad in Holland Village or whatever the all the other locations. Keller, are. North Richland Hills. North Richland Hills. And have you some famous pizza and pretzels and beer. Beer. Yeah. So I think that's all we got, Angela. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for tuning in to another episode of Girls in the Neighborhood. And that's a wrap.